If you've been with us all week, you know we've been talking about spiritual disciplines here on the podcast, which is which is a little bit different than, than our normal content. But I think it's an important conversation for leaders to have. It, it's a spiritual discipline. It sounds real fancy, but it really is just what what are we doing to connect ourselves to God in a way that He can do really some miraculous things through our life that He wants to do. And I hope you've tapped into that this week. If you missed any of these episodes, go back and check them out. Welcome to Chasing Greatness. We're trying to really be all that we're, we're supposed to be here, reach our potential, and help the people around us be great. And I, and, and I know our vocational life is important and relationally, and we talked about habits and disciplines a, a few weeks ago. But if we don't if we don't spend any time stewarding our lives correctly spiritually, I think we're I think we're really leaving a lot of potential on the table. And so I want our lives to have an opportunity for or really to be positioned for God to bless us in a great way. And I, I hope you'll continue to show up here as we have this conversation in the next couple of days, just in a courageous way. Maybe for some of you, you you don't like to think about this, but I I think it's a really important topic, and and I hope we'll. We'll keep pushing on. Now, yesterday we talked about a spiritual discipline that doesn't sound spiritual at all, but it's it's the discipline of play. It, it, we, we said we don't want to just work all the time. We use the old, actually, James Howell. My mom got it from James Howell. I learned it from my mom. All work and no play makes Randy a dull boy. It, it's not dull in the boring sense. It's, it's dull in the we're not sharp. And so what do you need to do to be spiritually sharp? Now, there's a chance that today's, spiritual discipline might tie into answering this question what do you need to do to be spiritually sharp and maybe it's that you need to give something up and so our our uh, our our topic for today is the discipline of fasting of fasting now I, I hear people talk about intermittent fasting and there, there's diets around that and I hear people talk about you know giving up something for a holiday or or whatever I mean th- there's all kinds of, of of fasting but when I when I think about fasting i want to remind us that it, it actually is a biblical concept as well and jesus talked about fasting in the old testament i mean there's all kind of places in scripture it talks about fasting it's 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 giving up food in in the biblical sense it was giving up certain kinds of food and sometimes you know all kinds of food um it, to to help a person really draw near uh, to god as we've been talking about but as I think about this idea of fasting, what is it right now that maybe has a grip on you, has control over you, and you might even broaden this idea of fasting? I, I want it to be a um, I, I, the way I'm thinking about it. I want it to be a biblical thing. I want it to be a spiritual thing. I want I want to not let anything become more important to me than honestly than my relationship to God. And so you you can think about this however you want to, but. Uh, I, I, as I think about food, let's take that one as an example. There's an old ancient proverb that says, um, "Eat to live, don't live to eat." I'm not I'm not sure who said that first, but that sounds like something that <laughs> it ought to be in the Bible too. It almost feels like it, it's it, it, isn't it true that we food is is a good example here. It's probably why fasting and food were so interconnected back then but but the idea that food can have a control over us and how many people do we know i mean all of us we have these places if we're not careful we can become addicted to food sugar and i mean all kind of things i I won't you know mention coffee and chocolate some of these these areas but as you begin to think about your own nutrition as an example is there something right now that's got a hold on you It's, it's 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 got control of you and and you 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 might even say it doesn't have control of you but if, if you thought about not having that for 30 days, uh, I remember a, a while back, I, I, 
I don't, I didn't want to think coffee had any kind of control over me, but I'm having a cup of coffee every day or a couple of cups of coffee every day. And, and I, and I decided I'm going to go 30 days without any coffee. And I'm telling you the first, first three or four days, it was not fun. Uh, it, it was, it was, it was important though, for me to say, this is not going to have control. My body is going to do what I tell it to do. I'm not going to do what my body tells me to do. And so I, you know, you think about this however you want to, but if you've got an area that you have something that that has control of you, I want to encourage you to set some time for fasting. Now that can that can look a lot of different ways. I'm not a fasting expert, I, I would, but I would I would tell you that that um, you you can set some times, some targets here, and I think that would be helpful. Three days, seven days, you know, a month, whatever. Uh, I've got a I've got a reading habit that and an app that helps me look at that. And I just, I just, uh, do that every day. And I just notice that I'm now up to 370 days in a row. on this reading habit. It's, but, but it's, it's helped me so much to stay on track, just to know that it's being, it's being, it is being tracked. And so, but there was a target I wanted, I wanted to go a year. And so I just passed the year mark about a week ago. And I, I felt, I felt good about that. And, I wouldn't even consider missing that at this point. That that habit has positioned me to make it. You know, it 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 really just made this strong uh, priority in my life in that area. So, is there an area that you need to do that? You need to fast. You need to, you know, give up something. Uh, I was I, I told you I played golf this last weekend. If you listened yesterday, and uh, I was just I honestly was shocked. It was it was in the morning. There was a little tournament going on on Saturday morning and. Um, I, I was, I was just, I was totally shocked again, you do what you want to, but <laughs> there were, they, they had alcohol going at like eight in the morning. I mean, they, they just had all this alcohol available fully and there were just people, you know, all day. And I just, I was just looking at these people and I, I, not, not trying to judge anybody, but, but I was thinking, I don't, I don't know that I would want a substance to be controlling me all the time. Do you have something like that going on in your life? You know, an addiction, uh, alcohol, drugs, pornography i mean there's gonna be anything you're you're doing that you feel like it has control over you rather than you having control over over your own life and heart and if we're going to be the kind of leaders that we're talking about leaders that are chasing greatness i don't know any leaders who are having maximum impact who are under the control of some outside substance i just i look at them and i think there's there's just more um ability if we discipline ourselves to do the right thing doesn't mean we can't do some things there's moderation. I get all that, but at the end of the day, uh, it, it's it's we're never gonna we're never going to have an addiction, and and that's going to get us to high performance. We know that, and yet, how many times do we we feel control of that? So, this is not our normal conversation here, but I'm going to encourage you to fast. If you've got an area in your life, something that needs to be dealt with, let's deal with it. And, and maybe you just say this is not going to happen. Now, you're going to probably need some accountability. I encourage you to find somebody you care about, have them in on this conversation when you say hey i'm giving this up for a week i'm, I'm doing away with my m&ms whatever it is for you, you you're gonna do maybe you maybe you need to you know go food free for a couple of days and and uh do do some kind of um reset physically or maybe it's an emotional thing you've become dependent upon something or maybe you need to go screen free we're going to talk about that uh in a couple of days as well but but maybe there's a place in your life you said got to give this up for a few days because this is not going to have control over me i'm going to have control over over my own decisions rather than allowing some outside force to do that that's what fasting is is about we can eat to live 
or, or we can live to eat. We don't want to live to eat. We want to, we want to eat to live. That, you know, when we think about the nutrition, there's all kind of other areas in our life where this is true as well. Let's fast. Let's make it a, a, a discipline here, and, and let's do it in a spiritual way. And, and as you're fasting, what would happen if you go back to that prayer thing we talked about a couple of days and say, hey, God, would you, just, would you help me, A, because some of us are going to need help to give up some of the things that we, you know, maybe, maybe we, we become dependent upon. But, but would you bless me as well? Not just help me, would you bless me and, and draw me closer to you? Uh, that might be a, a good little simple, easy prayer. If if you're not used to praying, maybe that's a good place to start. All right, I hope I hope you'll uh, you'll give some thought to this. Maybe we'll give some things up. It'll it'll help our minds and our hearts to be more sharp as we do that, and we'll be able to have more impact moving forward. Love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow as we continue to chase greatness together. <laughs>